Hello, this is Larry Russ, former keyboardist and vocalist for the classic rock band Iron Butterfly. I'm hanging out rocking with Seattle Wave Radio. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. in Seattle right now. The Seattle music scene is alive, well, and really on fire. Seattle Wave Radio puts together once a year uh, a show called the Jam and Challenge. And what happens during the Jam and Challenge, a lot of you might remember it from last year. We talked about it a lot last year as well. Um, There's a a large, large number of bands. I don't actually have the the number, but I don't know if it's 30, 40, 50, something like that. Bands compete, and then it it kind of shakes down through a a voting process to the top four bands. And today I have, I'm, I'm going to have two of those four on. And then on November 16th at the Hard Rock Cafe, downtown Seattle, it's at 116 Pike down there. It, it's all going to play out for everyone. And you can come to this event. It's a huge, huge deal in, in Seattle. And if you love music, this will be the place to be. So it's November 16th. The doors open at 7. costs $7. Cash is king to, to get into this thing. There's going to be some amazing guests there. Besides me, I'm going to be there so you guys can all come down and see me. But there's going to be some amazing, amazing guests down there. There's, I mean, the, the prizes to this thing are, are absolutely amazing. The owners of London Bridge Studios, historic, iconic London Bridge Studios are going to be down there. Seattle Magazine is going to be represented, and there's going to be a lot of celebrity guests. But the real celebrities that night are these four bands because they have played off, and it's shaken down from... I mean, really great bands in Seattle down to these top four. And one of the favorites that night is Down Goes Frazier. And so we're, we have Andy Seltzer with us today. And Andy's the lead singer. He does a rhythm guitar. And do, do you write too, Andy? Uh, the way we do it, the guitar player, uh, Bill Wyman, no relation to the other Bill Wyman, uh, writes all the music. And then he hands them over to me, and I write all the lyrics. That is amazing. It's amazing because he pumps out like 20 songs a month or something like that. It's it's ridiculous. I'll get an email in the morning, and there'll be two new songs on it, and then later in the afternoon there'll be another one, and then I would I think he peaked at almost 40 one month, and it was that like, is- how am I supposed what am I supposed to do with that? I can't I can't write 40 <laughs> songs in a month. <laughs> But if I can get if well, I can get three, I'm in good shape. No, well, you, you guys have a really deep well to draw from, though, with with, with all these lyrics, you know, so true. backing you up. You, you, you guys have a lot of experience. You've been around for a long time. You're going to be bringing that with you on the 16th. Do you think that's going to be an advantage? Well, it's interesting. Individually, our band has a lot of experience, but together we've just started playing together about a year, year and a half ago. And this summer was really the first time we started playing out. So even though we're kind of all seasoned musicians, 
as a band were were kind of fledgling. Ah, so so you're you're just kind of finding your rhythm, so to speak. Yeah, it's really it's really fun, and every every show is a new experience, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to play the Seattle circuit this summer. Oh, and why don't you tell us a little bit about the band and introduce everyone? So Bill Wyman, as I mentioned a minute ago, is a uh, guitar player. He's just a killer lead guitar player. He's a guy from uh, from Virginia, so he's got a little bit of a southern twang to him. And uh, so you'll hear a little bit of a southern twang to some of our songs as well. He's just the kind of guy who can who can play pretty much anything you want anyone to play on guitar. Um, and uh, and he's really just the wealth of of riffs that he comes up with to pass on to me to write lyrics to is 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 remarkable. Uh, Caleb Mott is our bass player. He's uh, hails out of the uh, North Dakota area actually, uh, and he's. Uh, probably the most uh he's he's the guy who's going to make sure that uh that we don't rest on our laurels in terms of of you know is this is good enough no it's not good enough it's not good enough we need something different here and and that doesn't quite work and and this doesn't work so uh so back to the drawing board and uh and because of that we take songs that we think are pretty good and then when we're done with them they're even better then we got Terry Marsh Terry Marsh was uh, my daughter's drum teacher uh, when we first moved to the Seattle area. And uh, she didn't keep going with the drums for too long, but he sure did. Our band hails out of the Kitsap Peninsula, which is just a short ferry ride away from Seattle. And he's probably you know, one of the top two or three drummers in the whole peninsula. And it was really quite a coup that I was able to convince him to come play in an original band. He's got, uh, he's got a lot of things going on. And and he liked the music enough that he was. He said, "You know what? Let's let's do this." That's been that's been real fortunate for us because that guy can play anything. It, it worked out that your daughter needed drum lessons because it really just led you to Terry. Then exactly, exactly. You know, serendipity. Exactly. How, how would you describe your band's style of music? I'd say we're kind of classic rock. We're kind of a new take on classic rock. Is probably the closest I can come to it. Yeah, I've heard people describe us like the Black Crows, but we we don't really sound like the Black Crows. There's a little Southern to it, so I, I get that. Um, but we don't have a Hammond organ, which w- would help to be a Black Crows style band. Um, <laughs> uh, I've heard the Spin Doctors, the Gin Blossoms. I don't I don't really get any of those, but I I, I do get the concept that it's kind of uh, uh, you know classic rock, 80s, 90s, even 2000s a little bit style, but with original tunes from today. How do you guys come up with, with your name? So since you've only been around a year, down goes Frazier. Now, you have to be old like me to maybe really know what, <laughs> what, what, what that meant years ago, but uh, for, for young people, they, they might not understand the connotation there. So it, back in the early 70s, Joe Frazier was uh, heavyweight champion of the world, and uh, he got into a fight with George Foreman, and George Foreman knocked him around the ring pretty good one night. And Howard Cosell, the famous broadcaster, uh, had a call uh, when when he knocked on Joe Frazier, um, said, "Down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier." And I was a kid at that point, and every time I would fall down, whether it was on my bike or running or just standing there, which happened sometimes, uh, my dad would say, "Down goes Frazier." Then I grew up. <laughs> I had I had kids. And every time they fell down, I'd say, down goes Frazier. And then it became time to name the band. And, uh, and Bill and I went back and forth for like six months as to what we were going to call the band. 
came up with some absolutely horrible ideas. And I, early on, said, you know what, Down Goes Frazier is a great name for a band. And he said, yeah, I, I kind of like it, but yeah, I'm not so sure. And then I just pestered the heck out of him for like the next four months, and eventually he just gave in because he didn't want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> I think he's happy with it well, now. I- <laughs> well, I, I I think it's a it's a great name, so it's even better to to hear that story. Now, on on the night of the Jam and Challenge, how long of a set do you guys get? How, how many songs are you going to be performing? I think do you they know? give us they give us somewhere between twenty four and twenty eight minutes. Um, okay. So we'll try to pack in twelve or thirteen songs into that space. Wow, that's a lot. That was that's going to be great. That, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's going to we'll, be a medley. We'll probably that's get, what I was we'll probably get. We'll probably get six, either five yeah. long ones or six. Okay, so 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 no medley of uh, of your greatest hits over the past no, year, I, those twenty eight minutes. I, I don't think so. <laughs> Can't stand the pain. Is that going to be one of the songs? I would imagine that'll probably make the cut. <laughs> we okay. we haven't quite decided what the exact list is going to be, but uh, that's a pretty good rocker. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're going to play that. I'm going to let listen. To, uh, I'm going to let everyone listen to it so that they can kind of get a feel for your band, and and then we'll come back and we'll talk about that. Can can you set up this one for us? Can't stand the pain. Yeah. So this is one that, of course, Bill sent over to me, um, and it just it just rocked. I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, all right. The other three that I was thinking of writing are now going into the back burner because this one's a winner. And I had some lyrics I'd been working out independently of any music conceptually looking at the idea of how you get caught into a rut of not really taking any risks and you end up kind of just going through your life. And if you don't grin and bear the pain of the idea of, of taking some risks and not knowing what's going to happen, then, then you're never going to get anywhere. So that's what, that's what it's about. All right. Well, this is Can't Stand the Pain by Down Goes Frazier. We'll be right back. The 
Things must be lived before they're shown Marrying emotion is such a waste Nothing can be changed until it's made the only song on the album that we did um, where I get a guitar solo so uh, 
that that probably helps. It only took me like 75 takes to get my little 10-second guitar solo down. No wonder I only have one solo on the whole album. I was reminded by some high school friends. But the tune itself, uh, lyrically, is 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 one of my favorites. Somehow, keeping. I wrote it. I went to a wedding. Um, a friend of mine was getting married, and I brought my daughter, who at the time was 17 years old. Now my daughter, 17. And I saw some old friends from high school there, and one of my old friends from high school was talking about some of the stupid things I used to do when I was a teenager, and my daughter was sitting there looking up at me like, you really? You really did that? And I was like, you know what? One of the things I need to do to be a good parent is to make sure you don't do the stupid things I used to do. And so um, so I, I wrote uh, this song about... Uh, about how to try to raise your kids to not make the same mistakes you've made. And, uh, and I called it hypocritical. And, uh, and uh, my wife was quick to point out, that's not really hypocritical. That's just, uh, <laughs> that's just being smart. To me, it, 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 there are certainly some, some bits of hypocrisy that come with being a good parent. Subsequently, hypocritical. I'd have done it too. Don't think it's news to me that I am.
probably hypocrites as well Whether I practice what I preach Don't sway the substance of my speech Don't take a lot to see that I am Hypocritical Do as I say, not as I do If I was smart, I'd have done it too Don't think it's news to me that I am Maybe you guys are going to play that as well. You know, again, you guys have a, a, a lot of songs, and can, can you tell everyone where to go to to, to listen to your music if they can't make it on the 16th? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Down Goes Fraser Music.com, Facebook.com, Down Goes Fraser Music, Basically, Down Goes Fraser Music. Anything before it, and then Down Goes Fraser Music, and you're going to find us. Okay, sounds good. I'm really looking forward to meeting you guys. Uh, I've just heard wonderful things about you. I, I can't wait to be there on the 16th and, and, and listen to the great music. It's such a wonderful night for, for music in general, let alone Seattle music. So, I, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things when you know something's really good, you just want to share it with everyone. You want, come on, you got to see this, you got to see this. And, and that's how that night is. I got to tell you, you know, we... Uh uh, it's a contest, and of course, we want to do everything we can to put our best foot forward and 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 hope for the best. But the truth of the matter is, um, the other three acts on this bill are just outrageous. They're just fantastic. Uh, Sophia is just an unbelievable songwriter. Um, uh, the interesting instrumentation that uh, Seeing Blind has—they uh, got a, a cello player. They play just killer music, um, and uh, and the. Really great riff-driven rock that uh, Sweet Kiss Mama. I'm just looking, just looking forward to, to even being in the building with this, and the fact that we also get to play is just icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a really fun night. And I'll tell you, last year when I was there, the, the camaraderie amongst the musicians, and, and like you said, you know, it, even though it is a contest, there was such a wonderful feeling of goodwill, and everybody was just really helping each other and cheering each other on, and, and it was just a you know, just, you know, kind of a, a magical night. But that happens night after night after night in Seattle. I've really never seen so much um, brotherly, sisterly 
bonds in music as I have in, in, in the Seattle music scene. Now, it might happen, you know, in, in other areas. You know, I don't know. I, I, I talked to a guy recently, and he just moved to Nashville and from Alaska. And he was saying it wasn't like that in Alaska. Everybody was really closed off about where they were playing or helping anyone out, you know, because the gigs were, were kind of few and far between. But he got to Nashville, and he said it was a much better, you know, situation. People were helping out. But in Seattle... That just kind of goes on all the time. I, I've just always seen musicians pulling for other musicians. Yeah, there's also just a lot of great music, and even if even if it isn't your intention to jump on everyone else's bandwagon, you end up just kind of not having a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, if, if musicians are, are music lovers, and they love good music, and they love their music, and they appreciate other people's good good music, you know, so. It's it's, it's always great to be. Now, my favorite song, or well, I was going to say one of my favorite songs, actually, my favorite song is Behind the Smile. And and I'm really hoping, in fact, when Andy was off there, I was really politicking for them to play that um, on the 16th because it's my personal favorite. So I wanted him to tell tell us about that before um, I let Andy go, and then we're going to bring Sophia on. But we're going to play Behind the Smile because it's my favorite. And he's going to tell us a little bit about it. So the the funny thing about this tune is that uh, uh, when I first joined this band, before we were Down Goes Frazier, when we were a nameless entity, um, uh, I answered a Craigslist ad uh, for a band that was looking for a singer. And uh, and so I, I responded to to this ad, and it said, we're looking for a singer, and... and uh, and when I responded, I said, hey, I'm a singer, I write lyrics, um, and uh, Bill sent me back an email, so that's great, here's a few tunes, see if you can pick a couple and write some lyrics, and then come in and do them. And this was the first one I wrote. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, I wrote it, that one. and it, it was the first song I played when I auditioned to be in this band. I, uh, I came in, I said, you know, I got lyrics for about four or five of these tunes, and uh and they were excited. They were, they didn't expect me to come in with more than one or two. And I was like, uh, you know, there's a couple I'm really excited about. Um, this first one's called Behind the Smile. And it's this one that you sent me. And I pointed out which one it was. I said, all right, well, let's run through it. And after we, uh, after we did that tune for the first time, everybody was looking around and, and, uh, and they made me feel pretty good about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to play it for everyone behind the smile. Andy, thank you for coming on. I'm really looking forward to seeing you, meeting all the guys on the 16th, and, and just looking forward to, to some great music. Well, thank you so much, Lori. Thanks for having us. All right, this is Andy from Down Goes Frazier. That's so fun to say. I'm going to be saying yeah, that on the 16th. <laughs> Down Goes Frazier. All right, and this is Behind the Smile, and we'll be back in just a moment. about me, think that I can't tell, I used to burn it so distinctly, every time I break out of your cell, I can't stand it any longer, can't stand out, if I'm not that girl, don't try to hide behind that smile anymore, I know what you're hiding, I know what's in store. Don't try to hide behind that smile anymore 
on November 16th. Sophia is the only uh, the, uh, the only solo artist. Everyone else is, is a band, and Sophia is just, it's, it's Sophia. She's up there on her own. She's really fresh. She is an indie folk singer, songwriter. You're going to love her. I'm a big, big, big fan of Sophia's. In fact, after the Jam and Challenge, I'm going to bring Sophia back on because I want to go through all of her music because she is just amazing, amazing.
it's just a, a really uh, a beautiful, beautiful style of writing and songwriting that that, that you craft and, and produce. River song, I can feel you right through my bones. Heart of gold, oh how it simmers low. Night like cold, bring me back to my lover's home. Never show the wind I fear. which is not actually on Whidbey, but you can get there from Whidbey. But again, just another beautiful place on the planet, and, and you filmed there. What, what made you go to Anacortes? Um, I have some friends up there, and there are other musicians, Eli Moore from the Land Lake. Um, they're from Whidbey Island, but they have kind of, through mutual friends, we've I've got connections up in Anacortes and made some friends, videographers and stuff like that. 
so it's been nice being able to just utilize that to create more and more fun things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's it's really beautiful to to see your style of song writing and and your voice coming through, and then see those beautiful landscapes behind you. And I wanted to tell everyone where they could go to find your music and, and your videos posted there. It's at your website, right? Yes, on my website is, or Facebook, all those social media things. And Sophia dot com. Yes. And it's S-O-P-H-I-A-D-U-C-C-I-N-I. And we have links that, that should be flashing up on everybody's screen right now as well. And we can um, link you as, as well. But definitely go to Sophia's website because you can listen to her music. You can see the videos. You can connect to her from that. And you'll really be able to see what we're talking about as far as her indie folk um, style. Now, you started out as a piano player, though. Yes. Uh, when I was about 12 years old, I started taking piano lessons, and I was very into the classical music, and that's kind of how I really got into creating my own songs. I got tired of all the theory and started dabbling with things on the piano, and for a while I thought I wanted to be a score writer, and I just wrote a lot of instrumental pieces on the piano, and that kind of evolved into songs that I could sing along with. Mm-hmm. And then you ended up picking up the guitar not that long ago and teaching yourself to play. Yeah, I've only been playing the guitar for a couple years now, but it's been so much fun just learning cover songs and messing around with chords, just kind of teaching myself and experimenting. Mm-hmm. Well, and another one of the songs... And, and and this is, I think you submitted this song when you entered the, the Jam and Challenge, the way it seemed. This is the one that, that the video is based on, right? Yes, this is the one where I went up to Anacortes and just went out on the beach and stuff and had a had a really fun time filming that. And and you wrote that one. Can you give us a little kind of background history? Because it, it sounds like it's a personal song. Yeah, that's a that would, that's probably one of the most personal songs on my EP. It's a breakup song. Everyone has them, you know. But that was one that I originally wrote on the guitar and switched back over to the piano because I just felt that it captured the emotion more and just really fit the feelings. I opened up my heart and gave you every single part. I gave you a second chance And you blew it all in I needed to know. 
It is a When you started deciding that, that you wanted to go into music, to do that, did you start out playing around the island, or did you immediately start hitting going to to Seattle? I started out in a lot of little like coffee shops and open mics on the island, but I eventually got connected with Seattle Teen Music, headed by John Schur, and that was really how I got into the Seattle area and playing and. That has been just such a wonderful opportunity for me, and I, I highly recommend it for any other teen band or musician, solo artist. They're so supportive, and they really help to get the youth music out there in the scene, and it's just a fantastic thing that they're doing. But that helped me a lot to grow my audience off the island. And I, I want to tell people who, who aren't familiar, who, who might be listening to us, when, when you're on one of these islands, I mean, and, and, and you want to go to Seattle and, and take your music, I mean, it's, you know, you, you, you just don't, you know, jump in the car and, and drive a few minutes. You have to go down to the ferry. You have to wait for the ferry. you got to get on the ferry. You have your equipment, and you know, and you have to, and you have to get from, from the ferry, you know, to wherever you're, you're going. So um, it's it, it's kind of a, a, a big deal to yeah, it's quite a journey leave the to, island. And, to get to the yeah, gig. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And, but and then you got to catch the ferry back at the end of the night. Yeah, catch the last ferry before if it's a late show, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's definitely worth it, worth the long drives and packing up all the gear. Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And then um, Dressed Up in White, that is another song that, that, that you wrote. Yes, that one is kind of, I quote-unquote, it's my soul song, you know. I just... That one has the organ with it, and it's just, it was a fun song to write, and it was one of the few songs that doesn't actually have a direct, like, relation to a feeling or anything that I went through. It was just kind of a creative song that came about, and it's a really fun one to play and sing. I was told it always turns out right, yet every song we sing is so contrived. Where do you find your most creative space to write, or or do you have one? Um, generally my bedroom. I just kind of hide away with a cup of tea or something, and I'll dabble around with the guitar or the piano, and I just kind of create them. I, I try to let my songs come really organically. If it feels too forced, I'll usually stop and take a break or move on to a new idea. Just kind of let let it all come as it wants to come. Mm-hmm. What kind of artists were you attracted to growing up? What kind of music did, did were, were you listening to? Uh, growing up, I really just listened to all sorts of things. What my parents were listening to, you know, just a lot of radio music and folk music as well. I really love artists like Nina Simone and Billie Holiday, those older influences, as well as the new local music. I love listening to local artists and the ones mm-hmm. that have made it big, the head and the heart and stuff like that is a huge inspiration to me as well. Mm-hmm. I just love to see Seattle music just, you know, take off and, and do good and, and for the rest of the world to know what we already 
No, here, yeah. here in Seattle. It's so amazing how much talent is here. That everyone has some kind of amazing talent, and there's so much music and diversity within the music, too. It's great. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you're going to be there on the 16th. Are you going to be bringing a, a contingent from Whidbey Island? Uh, yeah, I'll be bringing my family along, and we'll hopefully bring some friends and such. Well, I'll be looking for them because I'm trying to make all the friends I can on Whidbey Island. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's always good to have to, to, to have friends on, on the island for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's fun. Now, I, I described you as indie folk singer-songwriter. Is that the way you describe yourself, or, or how would you describe your music? Yeah, that's generally how I describe it. I mean, I don't try to write in a certain style, per se, whenever I'm writing a song. I just kind of, whatever is I'm feeling, I tend to just, like, express myself that way. So sometimes it's a little more folk, sometimes it's a little more indie, you know, it varies. But a lot of my new stuff, I'm kind of leaning towards a new direction. This coming year, I plan to record a full-length album. And I just got a new uh, Korg SV-1. So I've been playing a lot with that and the fun tones and kind of veering more towards the indie and playing with that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And you've worked with Matt Backness some, too, I, I saw when I was looking around your website. And Matt is just a really talented individual. He's been on the show before as well. Yeah, super talented. Um, he actually was with the other competition that I was in. He was a mentor and kind of helped guide all the bands along, and it was really fun to get to work with him. And we were all just working together, so many musicians and creative minds. It was lots of fun. Music is great, isn't it? I mean, just the, the people that you're exposed to alone is just worth the journey. Yeah, definitely. I love meeting all the people that come along with being a musician. It's one of my favorite parts, you know, just getting to connect with other musicians and seeing where their influences come from and stuff. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you on the 16th. It's going to be yeah, great night. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you, too. It's going to be fun, yeah. It definitely, definitely is. So that's a Saturday night. It's at the Hard Rock downtown Seattle, which is a, a, a great place to play anyway it's a great place to go if you're in town you can use they, they really support seattle music there at the hard rock so it's it's going to be a really a wonderful night for music it's a it's a great place to play and and you just everyone's just got to meet john goes fraser they got to meet uh, sophia Ducini a little bit tonight and you can actually come out and hear them play seven dollars seven dollars what a deal to, to hear these 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 four bands is there any one of the of the three other bands that you're looking forward to to hearing yourself, Sophia? Um, Seeing Blind is one of the top bands I'm looking forward to hearing. They have some cool textures within their music, but all the bands are so great. I'm just really impressed. I mean, it's not a surprise with Seattle, though, how great all the bands are. So it's going to be a really fun night. Exactly. Well, congratulations on making it to the, to the top four. Thank you so much. Yes, it's been great talking to you. Well, it's been wonderful talking to you, and I will see you on the 16th. Yes, sounds great. Thanks so much. Uh-huh. All right, well, thanks for coming on. Yes. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that was Sophia Ducini, and she is one of the top 
four acts. It's going to be at the Hard Rock in Seattle on November 16th. Doors open at 7 at the Hard Rock Seattle Wave Radio's Jam and Challenge. $7 to get in. Cash is king. Make sure you bring cash. And it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful night. You can go to sofiaducini.com and find out what we were talking about uh, as far as her beautiful, beautiful music, wonderful videos, and you will fall in love with her just like I did. It's it's worth the price of admission to see these these four bands. I mean, it's just off off the hook, the amount of talent. You will not be disappointed. It's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a long night. You get in at 7, we're probably going to go to about 12.30 that night, so you're going to definitely get your money's worth and get got, uh, get to hear a lot of wonderful music and, and see some great people. So anyway, I wanted to introduce you to a couple of these bands. We're going to talk to a couple more of them tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we're going to be talking to Sweet Kiss Mama and Seeing Blind and um, play a little bit of their music for you as well. So thanks for joining us tonight. You can find out more information at seattlewaveradio.net, mynightoutseattle.com, and of course at northwestprime.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night. Night like cold, bring me back to my lover's home. Never show the wind I fear. Vulnerable. This is Rango, baby. Listen up. You're surfing the mojo waves with Seattle Wave Radio. Catch the wave. Stick around for more great music, artist interviews, and exclusive content on Seattle Night Out Wave Radio. Your town, your music, your radio.